And now back to Rainbow Bright. Welcome to Brightcast. Thank you for downloading. My name is Katie Carty Hiley of RainbowBright.net. And my name is Renee Stowe of RainbowBright.co.uk. Thank you for downloading again the Rainbow Bright Podcast. This is episode number six for October 2013. We apologize for our tardiness with our last episode, but this episode we're going to try to make up for it. First thing we want to start <laughs> off with is a shout out to Jordan for leaving us a nice little voicemail. Hi, my name is Jordan, and I am a huge fan of Rainbow Bright. My favorite episode would be, well, it's not really an episode, but it's called The Beginning of Rainbow Land, and it really rocks. And the second one is, I guess I had to say Mom for some reason. I don't know. I just like that episode. I like a lot of episodes. Those are the two that stand out the most. Yeah, I like those two, and you guys rock for liking Rainbow Bright, and... I can't wait for the next episode. Thanks, and have a good day. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, please make sure to give us a call. The phone number is 702-900-STAR or 702-900-7827. If you can't make the call or if you're out of the United States area, you can also use a program called Vocaroo, which is at vocaroo.com. Just record your message there, save the file, and email it to brightcast, that's B-R-I-T-E-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. Thank you so much for leaving us that voicemail, Jordan. That was so sweet. And I love that you like the backstories like I do, even though Renee doesn't. (laughs) I'm not against backstory. Backstories are fine. I like the beginning of Rainbow Land. I just don't like mom. (laughs) Miss Dismal needs to go somewhere. For this episode, which is our October episode, and October means Halloween and costumes and candy and treats, we decided that we're going to make this episode revolving around Rainbow Bright and our costume and or Halloween memories. Yay! Because I know most of us have them if we grew up in the 80s. If we didn't have a Rainbow Bright costume, we wanted one. So... (laughs) Totally. So should we start with me or you? What? Which one... Of us dressed as Rainbow Bright first. Do you remember what year you had your childhood Rainbow Bright costume? I dressed as Rainbow Bright in 1985. Oh, so it was the same year. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's hilarious. 1985, I moved from California to Georgia. And I wanted a Rainbow Bright costume. But my mom at the time was uh, not available to... Um, make my costume because she always made my costumes for me and she wasn't available to make it and I remember going to for example the Halloween party at the skating rink that they had that year and I saw this little girl dressed as Rainbow Bright with her little blonde ponytail and her costume was perfect and she looked about about three or four years old I thought she looked gorgeous and I was like I, I really want one of those I want a Rainbow Bright costume so my dad doing what any father would do for his little girl went out and got me a costume. But it was the one with the plastic mask and the tie-over little Rainbow Bright smock. But it was a costume, and I was Rainbow Bright. I can say that I was Rainbow Bright for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) 
But almost every year that I went trick-or-treating, instead of using a bucket, I don't know, maybe it was just being overzealous and thinking that you'd get more. In my household, we took uh, pillowcases. So my candy bag was my rainbow bright pillowcase. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) So did it work? Did you get tons of candy? No, you kind of fill up just the corner of it. (laughs) Aww. (laughs) That's still pretty awesome. (laughs) But this was 1985, and I was also competing with every other girl dressed as either Cyndi Lauper or Madonna. And... Nice. (laughs) Yeah, and that was the fashion back then. Today, when you go to the store, you can actually find a full cloth costume. But back in the 80s... Uh, and even the 70s, you did not have the, that technology back then, I think. I don't know. or But you you always had the plastic mask costumes with the little plastic smocks. And everyone had one. Rachel yep. Bright, My Little Pony. Everyone. My brother had a, what was it? A Big Bird one. It was early 80s. But yeah, he definitely had a Big Bird, I remember. And yeah, there was a Care Bear. Because I remember my cousin had a Care Bear one. Or maybe that was mine and I let her borrow it. I don't remember. (laughs) Somebody had a Care Bear one. But it felt like you were wearing a trash bag. Honestly, they were not comfortable. And those weird plastic things on your face, like, sealed in all the heat. So you were, like, sweating underneath it. And it was just gross. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And let's be honest, they did not look good. They really didn't. Like, I look back now. Every once in a while, one of those costumes will pop up on eBay. And they made Rainbow Bright... Uh, Lurky, Murky, Starlight, and I think Twink. Yes. And it's like, part of me wants to collect them, but part of me thinks they look really creepy, so I don't... (laughs) I don't know. The Rainbow Bright one was awkward for me because... And I questioned this. I actually kept the mask from that for years, all the way up through high school. It was in... it It was at my father's house. I used to have it hanging on a mirror. But... It was the fact that the eye holes were vertical. They, they went straight up. You, oh. you would expect the eye holes to be kind of almond shape in shape around your eyes. No, the rainbow bright one, they were the other direction. So it looked kind of weird. Well, that had to be hard to see out of. And they were in her hair. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was bizarre trying to be rainbow bright as that. Wow. But, you know... <sighs> My father tried, and I still can, again, I love that. But what about you? Yes, I was also Rainbow Bright in 1985 and was super lucky to have a very crafty mom who loved to sew, and she got the Rainbow Bright pattern from, was it McCall's, Mm -hmm. I think, that, that made that? And she sewed me a Rainbow Bright costume. So it looks very similar to a lot of the other Rainbow Bright costumes that mothers sewed back in the 80s because they were all using the same pattern. But, you know, it's funny to look back at pictures now of me and compare to other fans, uh, their childhood pictures, because the colors are always a little different. And I think with mine, it was a lot of just scrap material that was laying around. It's like my mom didn't want to go buy yards of seven different colors to make this costume. So it was like, oh, I've got this little bit of purple left over from this project. I'll use that for the sleeves. And oh, I've got this little bit of yellow left over. So mine was very mismatched. <laughs> but to me, that just made it even more meaningful somehow to me. I don't know. I thought it was cool because I remembered those materials from the other things she had made from them. But she did an amazing job. 
Yeah, it's like having your own little quilt. You know how old people used to make quilts yeah. out of just scrap material? Your child's favorite shirt, they turned it into something comfortable that they could love later. Your mom did that with your costume. Precisely. Precisely. And she also made me a starlight, what would you call it? Stick horse, I guess. So it was like a... Uh, what do you... It's like a... It's called a hobby horse. <laughs> And I have not seen this. Where are the pictures? <laughs> okay, there's only one picture, and I found it the other day. I'll have to send it to you so we can include that on the video version of this episode. But she didn't make it exactly like Starlight because it was actually a, a unicorn. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing this was another pattern. It was, it was definitely not an official Rainbow Bright pattern that she was using. But she was like, oh, I can make this work. So it's got the rainbow yarn hair. It's got all this funny rainbow ribbon all around its muzzle and neck and everything. But then it has this huge silver unicorn horn <laughs> sticking out. <laughs> but it's cute. And I don't know what happened to him. I kept him around for the longest time and he is no longer. So I guess at some point, maybe he got left in a storage shed and moldy or something. I don't know. But the costume I still have. And I'm proud to say it is still in good condition. I mean, I I always loved that costume because, okay, the year I wore it, because my birthday is right before Halloween. It's on the 27th of October. So I had a Halloween birthday party that year at the skating rink, like you do. (laughs) And me and a bunch of my friends dressed up. So I'm in my Rainbow Bright costume getting, you know, there's pictures of me opening presents and such with my friends. And I don't remember if it was that night at the skating rink or a different night around the same time, but I wore the costume also to the skating rink and they were having a costume contest. So that's why I'm like, was it the same day as my birthday party or not? I don't know. I can't quite remember, but I know I wore it and I won. And (laughs) part of the reason I remember that is this older lady came up to me in the skating rink and started asking me like what my name was. And I don't know if she asked my phone number or what, but it was creeping me out. I was like, you know, they say don't talk to strangers and this woman's asking me all this information. I'm scared. <laughs> I think I even called my mom and I was like, is it okay that this lady's asking me? <laughs> but it turns out she was one of the judges and she just wanted my name so they could, you know, read it over the loudspeaker that Katie in her Rainbow Bright costume. <laughs> so I was completely shocked when they called my name and said that I had won. Um, and I remember skating out into the middle of the rink and I think I got some kind of prize of some sort. And there was another costume contest at the mall that same year. And that's the picture I have that has Starlight in it uh, from that contest. And I don't remember if I won first place, but I remember winning something in that contest as well. And there was another Rainbow Bright the same year in the same contest. But her costume, I remember it had completely different colors and her wig was blue. And I remember thinking, oh, that's not Rainbow Bright. (laughs) I'm sure it was just maybe blue was her favorite color or her mom just wanted hers to be unique. I wish I had a picture of it. It's just something in my memory. So I could be playing tricks on myself, but I'm pretty sure there was a blue rainbow bright at the mall that same year. I'll have to like quiz all the people I grew up with. (laughs) Were any of you a blue rainbow bright for Halloween? (laughs) Was it that same year? It was. It was that same year. Trying to think if there's any character that had blue hair at that time. Uh, Moon Dreamers, I think, came out a couple years later, so I don't think it was one of those. No, it was definitely one of the homemade Rainbow Bright costumes. Like, it looked, like, style-wise was identical to mine. She had just used different colors. So, yeah, 
she wanted to be blue bright. I don't know. Uh, but I think that's why she didn't win, because her costume was just as good as mine. But mine was more true to the character, I suppose. And I don't think she had a stick horse. So. <laughs> <laughs> the other memory I have of that year, dressing as Rainbow Bright, on the night of Halloween, when I was going to go trick-or-treating, it was raining. So my mom had to actually drive me around the neighborhood, and I would just get out at each stop whatnot run to the door get my candy and run back to the car trying not to get soaked and since then there was another time I wore a rainbow bright costume for Halloween and it rained that night too so I think it's every Halloween I dress as rainbow bright it rains so (laughs) it's like the curse of rainbow bright it's stormy rainy in your parade (laughs) right I think that's exactly what it is yeah those are all my memories from being rainbow bright um in 1985 at the age of, well, I just turned six. That's right. Uh, since it was my birthday party. And then when I turned 18, my mom made me another Rainbow Bright costume. So <laughs> this is based on the exact same pattern. And you know, she still had the pattern from when I was a kid mm-hmm. in her collection. Mm-hmm. So she pulled it back out and altered it somehow. I think she actually like got pattern paper and put the pattern on it and just kind of traced around it to make it bigger somehow. I don't quite remember. I'd have to ask her. But once again, she made me a true-to-life <laughs> costume from the 80s that looked very much like the doll with the big puffy sleeves, huge skirt, all this. I don't quite remember what I did for shoes. But I, well, that's right. She made me the whole legging things too that covered up the shoes. And the, the fiasco we had that year was with the wig. I guess she just remembered the wig being a difficult thing. But she didn't have yellow yarn or orange yarn or whatever you typically use. So for whatever reason that year, she got white yarn of this really weird consistency. It wasn't normal yarn yarn. Like it was a different material, I guess it was made out of. And it was crimped. Like it wasn't just straight yarn. It had this crimped design to it. So it was a little bit wavy when you put it in the form of a wig. But to make it orange, she got me some of that orange hairspray that you get at Halloween to color your hair. Mm -hmm. And we just sprayed that all over the wig. So imagine this white yarn with this orange spray all over it. And, you know, we did this a few days before Halloween, but Halloween came and it was still kind of wet. Like it just, it didn't dry well when it wasn't on actual hair, I guess. And again, it rained. (laughs) And the the reason I remember so well that it rained, um, I was actually in college at this point because I you know, was in school a year early than most people. So I was actually 17 when I started college and turned 18 um, a few months later. So I was in college in my hometown of Anderson where I grew up. And this party was that my brother took me to was in the town where my mom lived a couple hours away. So he was in college up there. So I went back to her house for Halloween because she had made me the costume and everything. And went to this party with my brother. So it was all these people I didn't even know. But we were just kind of going house to house. Um, I don't think there was candy involved necessarily. But it was just (laughs) everybody had their door open. And they were playing music. And people were dancing and just sitting around talking, whatever. So I remember um, the orange stuff from the yarn in my wig. It started, like, melting. Oh, (laughs) no! So... Yeah, like by the end of the night, I mean, the wig stayed orange, but by the end of the night, I had all this orange junk on the back of the dress because it had, like, Aww. melted off the wig down the back. 
And because it was raining, you know, everything was kind of muddy and dirty and it, the skirt was just massive. So the white around the bottom of the skirt kept knocking. It would like rub up against the stairs or the wall or whatever I was walking by. So by the end of the night, that was filthy too. It was just covered in dirt. So we kind of put it aside and I always meant to like get it dry cleaned, but I guess I was busy with college and junk at the time and I didn't do it. And I just put it in a box and I was like, oh, I'll deal with that later. And then I think it got put in a shed for a while and it got moved around. So by the time I took it out to actually do something with it, it was just ruined. Like it was moldy and yeah, it had like mold spots on it. Aww. And uh, the orange crap was still there. It, it just wasn't even salvageable. And I still feel really bad because, again, my mom put a lot of work into that. And I wore it like once or twice. But at least I had it. Yeah. <laughs> just wish I still did. But at least I've got the one from the 80s. That's the most important one anyway. Mm -hmm. So that was, yes, yeah, so and that was 1997 when I wore that one, the second one that my mom made. And then you were talking about um, in the early 2000s, started seeing some cosplay show up online mm -hmm. for Rainbow Bright. Yes. Back in the early 2000s, I was um, into voice acting and, and such. And so along with voice acting, you have anime and then cosplay. So I used to go to cosplay websites just to look up costumes. And so I was always wondering, did someone do a Rainbow Bright one? And I found that only one at that time had done it. And her name was uh, Darkfire Wolf. And it was on cosplaylab.com. But she did this beautiful adult Rainbow Bright costume that just, it was just gorgeous. It had a big poofy skirt and the... Uh, Colors were just was great. And I had, of course, never seen an adult Rainbow Bright costume, especially one done that well. And I have yeah. to say, it is, is probably one of my favorites that I have ever seen of an adult Rainbow Bright costume. Uh, it wasn't very childlike, but it, it, it fit her and it fit the character. And I thought it was very good. And the fact that she made it herself. Yes. Is, yeah, my, my mom was the seamstress in our, in our family. She tried to teach me how to sew when I was a kid, but I just had no interest at the time. Mm -hmm. I learned a little bit later on in life, but not enough to make a costume, like, from scratch. No way. I'm, I can hand sew little things here and there. Like, I can make, or I do have a sewing machine. So with help, I can usually make simple things like pillow covers, curtains, stuff like that. But anything that involves curves... <laughs> <laughs> probably not gonna happen <laughs> with Darkfire Wolf you can actually uh, she was interviewed for rainbowbright.co.uk a few years ago so if you go to rainbowbright.co.uk and go to costumes you can read her interview and see her other Rainbow Bright costumes that she did because she even did a raver one that mimicked the t-shirt that came out at that time I love it I love it so much <laughs> <laughs> and I love the crinoline that she did the the ribbon or whatever on the bottom of. So it's mm -hmm. actually got a rainbow going around it. Just the attention to detail. When I see cosplayers doing things like that, it's like, okay, yeah, they really care about this property. They really care about what they're doing. Because mm -hmm. uh, some people just slap things together. Um, nothing against that, because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I love the people who really have the talent and take the time to do it right. Yeah. Mad props to her. At this time, however, this was early 2000, like 2002, 2003, Rainbow Bright was getting her next big wave, which was the 20th anniversary of the brand. So all this stuff started appearing at Hot Topic and at Walmart. And you decided to give Rainbow Bright a revisit. I did. Uh, in 2003, I decided I wanted another Rainbow Bright costume. <laughs> and I think because the one my mom made me for my 18th birthday was so poofy and huge, I wanted to go the opposite direction. And I wasn't necessarily trying to do sexy Rainbow Bright, but I just wanted it to be like uh, adult themed, sort of. Like, I didn't want to look like a little kid in a poofy costume again. I wanted something to, that fit my proportions, fit my body, and that wouldn't be knocking into walls and stairways when I walked somewhere. Um, <laughs> and there was a, a cosplayer and fashion designer that was a Rainbow Bright fan on the mailing list at the time. Her name was Jade, and she had a business that she called uh, Zap Fashion. And I'd seen some of the work she had done. I don't know if she had done a Rainbow Bright costume at that point. She may have. But I, I could just tell by the things she had made that she was very capable. And if I gave her an idea, that she would just run with it. So me being the horrible, horrible artist that I am, I drew this. It was, it was better than a stick figure, but not by much. I drew this body and I, that I drew on it what in my head I wanted this costume to look like. So I drew the, the skirt and the little armbands and the top and the, the leg warmers, etc. And just, I sent that to Jade and she's like, okay, cool, done. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> so she just took that and ran with it and it didn't take her long at all. And she made me my third Rainbow Bright costume because again, I have no sewing skills whatsoever. So she actually modeled it for me before she mailed it to me and I don't know if I still have that picture I'll try to find it but I just remember being like oh my god it's perfect it's exactly what I wanted and it looks so good on her and I was hoping it would still look decent on me but I I did wear it that year I wore it for Halloween I was in Florida I just moved down a few months previous so me and my roommate went out to some club and went out to a bar <laughs> so apparently that's what you do when you're 23 and don't know many people in a new town. I remember there was this guy dressed as Zorro and he like followed us from the club to the bar. He was kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy, but just a little, yeah. <laughs> well, with your costume, you did at least make one piece. You made the belt. That is true. And the shoes I found at a store, it was just some shoe store in the mall. Um, I was just walking by and saw these big chunky, you know, with the platform type, you mm -hmm. know, really I don't know, two or three inch bottoms um, of this red shoe. And I was like, well, I might paint the bottom yellow or I might just leave it. And in the end, I ended up just leaving it white. But they're perfect. They go perfectly with the, the leg warmers. And they're just nice and chunky like a rainbow bright shoe should be. And then the belt I made out of that foam. Craft foam. Mm -hmm. So, I'm, yeah, it was just a big red strip. And then I cut out like half moons, I guess, of three other colors um, just in different sizes and kind of stacked them on top of each other and glued it all together and then the star was an already cut foam star that I found at a craft store so I glued that on and then on the back I just kind of cut holes in it I, I think I used a hole puncher and then tied a ribbon through the holes to tie it 
because you didn't really see the back that often anyway when you're cosplaying it's like oh look at the front of my costume <laughs> although some people really go all out and do really cool things in the back of their costumes too i wasn't that concerned about the back i just wanted something that looked good from the front and i still have it you know that's 10 years ago and it's still holding up like i thought it was just glued together it would fall apart in two years but no it's actually still in good shape now you also made a sprite purse i did and i felt really horrible doing it <laughs> because what i did was i took my twink doll at the time and i cut a hole in his back kind of a half moon shape yeah kind of starting at the back probably right corner ish up and around to the lower left corner took out all the stuffing got some white cotton material kind of stuffed it in there and I guess I sewed the material in first and then I got a zipper and I sewed the zipper in and I mean for me this is actually pretty good craftsmanship (laughs) (laughs) talking about how bad I am at sewing I just I pulled it out recently and I'll tell you about that later but just to remind myself how I did it I like you know opened it up and I'm looking really close I'm like wow I did a really good job on this (laughs) I don't think I'd be able to reproduce it now if I tried, but I want, yeah, cause I always have to carry my keys and et cetera with me. So I wanted something to carry little stuff in, but I wanted it to go with the costume. So uh, yeah, Twink became my purse and I just got some red ribbon and tied it to his arms. So that became the strap and I still have him as well. Yeah. It's, it's nice when you have costume pieces that you can reuse you know, years later. Cause in 2005, I wore that same costume to a convention, uh, Wizard World Chicago, uh, which was, I think, around August or something in 2005. And I got so much attention. Like, you would not believe. I mean, it's it's not like a huge comic convention. It's nowhere near the size of, like, San Diego Comic Con. But it was still a pretty decent-sized convention. And... Like everywhere I would go, it was like every five steps, people were stopping me to take pictures or just to ask me questions. Like I was on cloud nine. I was having so much fun. (laughs) And there was even like a news station there um, doing some filming to put what was going on at the Comic Con on the news. And they actually interviewed me. I have no idea if it ever ended up on the news. As far as I know, it did not because nobody ever said, oh, I just saw you on TV. But it was still neat that they interviewed me. And there were several people that were like there with their kids and they wanted to get a picture of their kid with me. It was just, it was so much fun. I felt like. It's kind of like when you go to Disney world and you are one of the mascots. Yeah, there you go. You're making people happy. And I I loved too, that there were still so many people that remembered rainbow bright, that that was something that brought them joy and it was something they could share with their kids now. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. Well, pieces of that costume did make a recent reappearance when you decided to take parts of it and be She-Bright. That is true. I went to PowerCon, which is a He-Man and She-Ra, Thundercats, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle convention that's held in L.A. Uh, This was the second year they've done it, and I was sad I did not get to go to the first. So, Or wait, this is the third year. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I believe this was the third year. But it was my first time going. And the first couple of years they had a costume contest, or at least the second year they did. But there were, weren't very many people that dressed up. And it was kind of sad. And I was like, well, what can I bring this year? Um, just to spice things up in case there's only two or three entries again. Just to have some fun. Because I love dressing up. 
So since it's not a Rainbow Bright convention, but a He-Man and She-Ra convention, which I also love, I figured out I could throw together enough pieces to make a She-Bright costume. So the the shirt was a She-Ra shirt that I think I got from 80stees.com or ThinkGeek, one of those. But it is, just looks like a, a She-Ra costume, but it's a t-shirt. So it was that with a, a little white skirt. And I actually sewed, with my husband's help, <laughs> I hate to admit, I sewed a cape to go with it. Because there is a cape printed on the back of the shirt, but I wanted something a little better than that. I wanted to put a little bit of effort into this costume. <laughs> so I got some red velveteen kind of material and, and made a cape for it. And then I wanted something to put on my head. And I didn't necessarily want to wear a, a, a Rainbow Bright wig. So... I figured I could do a She-Ra crown, mm-hmm. but it was, since it was a very last minute idea, I didn't have much time. So I went online to see what I could find. And there was a lady on Etsy that had one, she had, cro- wait, did she crochet it or knitted it? It was one of those. Mm-hmm. She had either crocheted or knitted the She-Ra crown, which I thought was amazing in and of itself. Cause I dabble in crochet and knitting a little bit myself and I know how difficult that can be. And it just looked fantastic. It was like the perfect gold color and it had a little bit of this shiny gold thread like weaved through it, woven through it. And it had some, I guess, a wire or something in it to keep it standing up straight. Mm-hmm. And I emailed her and I was like, do you, if I order this, do you think you can get it to me, you know, within a week? And she's like, oh, no problem. I'll get it to you in a couple of days. And yeah, literally I ordered it like I think on a Saturday and I got it on Monday or Tuesday. It was super quick and she did an excellent job so i had that and then i yeah i recycled the rainbow bright leg warmers and shoes to wear with that did i have the armbands on oh that's right i wore the short ones so the armbands i actually used different ones this time instead of the ones that i had been using with my rainbow bright costume in previous years i think these were ones i got at a party store or hot topic or something they're they're shorter and it like wraps around your thumb so it goes partway over your hand, but it's not all the way up like a mitten or anything. But um, yeah, the short armbands. And then I actually used the new Rainbow Bright belt that just came out recently by Elope Costumes. And it worked perfectly for that costume, actually. Um, it was that nice elasticy kind of material. So it wrapped around, like I had the, I guess I had the shirt tucked in and it just looked, just the shirt and the skirt would have looked kind of boring. But with the belt to break it up, it looked really cool, I think. Mm-hmm. And just added more rainbows. So, and then I had my twink purse with me as well. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's fun every once in a while to just break those things out and be like, okay, what can I do with it this year? So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever wear the same one again that I wore in 2003 and 2005. Maybe one year I'll get adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> But then again, maybe I'll get another costume at some point. I actually did buy one from a cosplayer, I guess it was two or three years ago, but I've never worn it out. It's kind of big on me. I think I might need to do some alterations, but yeah, I I think there will be more Rainbow Bright costumes in my future. (laughs) It's a fun thing to play with because there's so many different ways to do it. They have... The original costume from the 80s was uh, two pieces. It was a shirt and a jumper. And then you have mm-hmm. all these cosplayers out there that will do like a one piece. And where it's yeah. the shirt and the skirt are attached. 
Now, I actually prefer the shirt and jumper aspect because it gives you two pieces and it's gives you more movement, in my opinion, than if it was all one piece. This year for Halloween, I'm actually in the middle of making my own Rainbow Bright costume. Yay! Yay! Which I hope to premiere next week, actually, at Disney World. Yay! And so there will be pictures. What I did is I'm currently taking one of the uh, 80s Rainbow Bright costume patterns, and I got the pattern paper or fabric. It's actually kind of this weird... It's a, it's a fabric that they actually have just for making patterns. It's really cool. And cut out the original pattern, and then, of course, you just increase the size. But it's almost like reading weird instructions, trying to go by how much do you increase what part to look right. For, for example, the arm, what a lot of adult cosplayers do, which I have done as well, is I've actually added another ring of color. Uh, because in the original costume, she was actually missing the purple uh, that oh. was supposed to go on it. So uh, I've added a purple link for the arms, and then I've got the boot covers. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to do a whole boot or just do boot covers, uh, but I'm going more towards the boot covers. I might try to redo this if I decide to go to a convention to get more detailed in it, but this is for Halloween. This is like a bucket list kind of thing. I always <laughs> wanted a Rainbow Bright costume. That little five-year-old is still envious of the four-year-old wearing the awesome Rainbow Bright costume that she saw when she was five. Okay, I <laughs> I wanted one from my very own. So you know, I'm not getting any younger, and since I. <laughs> Since I still have somewhat of a baby face, I am going to attempt to do a full Rainbow Bright costume this year, and I hope to have pictures for you guys soon. We might include that in the podcast when we get this done, and hopefully I can get it out before Halloween (laughs) so that you guys can enjoy it. Yes, I really, really want to see this. (laughs) And how impressive is it that you can sew your own? That's awesome. It, well, it's a learning process. Um... I, my mom is kind of helping in the fact that she knows the rules because apparently fabric has rules. <laughs> I took home ec when I was in high school and I cheated because we had to sew something in home ec when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And all the girls and guys were getting pajamas because this was like 1994, 1995. And the biggest thing that was coming was the two-piece pajama sets. It was something like someone mm. saw on Ally McBeal or something. So... <laughs> the, the full pajama sets were really popular. So the whole class was doing those. I cheated and did a poncho. <laughs> I did a poncho. Nice. I, not just that. I did a poncho out of felt. Because A, it wouldn't wow. have any grain that I would have to keep in track of. Because that was one thing they were teaching us. You have to look for the grain of the fabric. Well, felt doesn't have any. So I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm having to teach myself. Because my costume, I'm making it out of taffeta. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm having to make this stuff out of taffeta. And I'm saying, going, which is the shiny side and where is the grain? It's so hard to find on taffeta. Oh, no. <laughs> but overall, it, uh, right now, for example, the uh, I have the, what is it, the skirt? Was that the, was that the part that's called the jumper? Yeah, the jumper part, which is the, yeah. the bands over the shoulders and the skirt. That's pretty much done right now, except for the collar piece the little yellow collar piece that keeps the shoulders up mm-hmm. that part's done i'm working on a detachable color belt 
and the shirt and boots right now. Nice. Yes. That is so exciting. <laughs> I am excited because, again, I've always wanted this and I decided I was going to make it happen this year. Yay. Fantastic. And it's the 30th anniversary year. Yes. So it's the perfect time to do it. And I'm taking it to Disney. Now you're making me want to dress up. <laughs> yeah. We should totally do that. <laughs> Maybe I will break out that 2003 costume. <laughs> yeah, doubtful. But <laughs> like, am I heavier or lighter than I was then? I got to think about that because it actually matters with that costume. <laughs> oh, you should also do a, get a picture of you and your niece and your niece wearing your costume. See, I really, really want to get her to try it on, but I haven't seen her lately. Hopefully over the next couple of months with the holidays and everything, I'll get a chance. Because, yeah, she is six this year, so it would be the perfect time. And she's such a little pipsqueak. She could probably even fit into it next year. But <laughs> still, I'd love to just put that on her and take some pictures. It would be so just nostalgic and awesome for me and hopefully for her, too. <laughs> But there is hope for those of you out there who want to dress as Rainbow Bright and are not seamstresses. Um, there are several, I don't think there, well, there's the official one that we've talked about, the elope costume. Yes. But there are some, also some unofficial ones. If you look, they'll usually say Rainbow Girl or they'll spell Rainbow Bright, but B-R-I-G-H-T. Mm -hmm. They do things to get around the copyright. But if you just search for Rainbow Bright costume, you'll probably find it. There's a few different options out there. Usually it's just kind of a dress. I don't know if the belt is sewn on or it comes separately. I'm not sure. Um, it usually comes with rainbow armbands and leggings. But yeah, there's a few of those out there. They usually run about $50 to $75. And uh, that, that's at least in the United States. Overseas, I'm sorry. I don't know if there is going to be an option available over in like England. And when I get asked almost every year, you know, what's a good rainbow bright mm. costume? And I don't know. Yeah, probably your best bet is like eBay or somewhere that's going to ship internationally. Mm -hmm. Hopefully fans in other countries can find a solution as well. Yeah, if you've come up with a good Rainbow Bright costume, you know, out of stuff in your closet before. Yeah, I see a lot of those on uh, when you look for Rainbow Bright costumes of homemade Rainbow Bright costumes that people make with stuff laying around, which are cute. Uh, if you've yes. If you've dressed up as Rainbow Bright before, you know, share your memories with us. We'd love to hear about it. Absolutely. And if you have pictures, we want to see. <laughs> yes. Like right now I'm trying to figure out, should I paint the star on or should I use a sticker? I'm actually leaning towards a sticker. Mm, that's a toughie. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of depends on what makeup you wear, I think. Because mm -hmm. stickers will stick to some makeup and others it'll just fall right off. Yep. So, mm -hmm. Keep that in mind. Currently, right now, 80stees.com is doing a, a promotion. It's not a contest or anything. They're just trying to collect pictures from the 80s, basically, um, from 80s kids like us. So if you have pictures of you in your Rainbow Bright costume as a kid or even just a Rainbow Bright t-shirt or anything else 80s related, it doesn't have to be Rainbow Bright, go to 80stees.com and upload them because I think whatever they're going to do is going to be spectacular. <laughs> I'm really excited to see it. I submitted mine. Yay! So did I. Yeah, they actually. Yours is actually already up on their Facebook page. Really? I, th I think they have two of you. One of you with a gizmo, and I think weren't you the one dressed as Shira, or was that somebody else? Yes. Yep, those are on there. And go to their Facebook page. They're there. How have I not seen this yet? Yeah. 
<laughs> nice. I totally missed that. Yeah, I'm going to have to go do some tagging. <laughs> Squee! <laughs> anyway, anything else that we need to talk about for Halloween? But I do want to go ahead and give a shout out to all of the dedicated people that still make these things today. The cosplay groups where they actually have all the characters. I've even seen a starlight. Oh my god. It's Yes! Yes! I've seen that too. It's amazing. Wow. There are actually a lot of talented cosplayers out there. And it just fills me with glee every time I see one doing a Rainbow Bright character. Because... Uh, <laughs> A lot of times Rainbow Bright gets overlooked in favor of other characters because I guess she wasn't as popular. Um, I mean, she was very popular in the 80s, but because she only had 13 episodes um, and they haven't done much with her since then, maybe she's not in the forefront of everyone's mind. But the fact that people still love her enough to do these costumes just makes me so very happy. <laughs> uh-huh. First of all, a rainbow is just eye-catching in general. So if anyone, if I see a rainbow or colors in the in a rainbow pattern, my eyes just gravitate towards it. I it, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things you just it, it's an instant happy maker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's actually something out that I thought was really cute, which is really popular right now, called a rainbow loom. And what it is is little. It's little rubber bands and you make friendship bracelets out of it. But the fact they called it a rainbow loom is just awesome. And (laughs) (laughs) that's the current fad with the little 10 to 13 year olds right now. And (laughs) that's adorable. But um, for the costumes, me and you definitely need to probably do like a meetup sometime at a con or something in costume. Just a mess with Yes. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I really like this idea. We could be double rainbow. And I love how <laughs> creative double rainbow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I love how creative a lot of the cosplayers are too, because they'll take the original idea and then build on it mm-hmm. and do something completely different. But it's still like, you can still tell it's rainbow bright, but it'll be their own take on it. And some of those are super, super cool. All right, so thank you to everybody for tuning in on this wonderful little Halloween memory lane. Uh, We hope that you have enjoyed it and that you found it fun. We want to see your favorite Halloween pictures. So what I would like you to do is to actually post your Halloween pictures on our Facebook. If you don't have a Facebook and it's okay with you and you're over 18, uh, you can go ahead and email those to us at brightcast at gmail.com and we'll post them for you. So we hope that you have had fun, and we will see you in our next episode. Until then, have a rainbow day! Don't go away.